Jones Animal Hospital, and this is your weekly pause. This week's topic is going to be pocket pets. Pocket pets, also known as small mammals, also known as exotic pets, never have been quite sure why they're called exotic pets, are a group of pets that a lot of people will have, especially with small children. May have rabbits, may have guinea pigs, may have chinchillas. Some people have ferrets, hamsters, mice, rats. Believe it or not, I've seen a lot of clients who have rats. Pretty good pets, really. These small mammals, pocket pets, because they'll ostensibly fit in your pocket, pretty common pets, and they've been pets for a long time. There's nothing new about all of these. There are some basic things that you need to know, though, before you go off and buy your child or your companion a guinea pig or a rabbit. Nutrition is super important. The internet is a really good source for nutrition, nutritional questions, nutritional advice. Some of them have some very Specific nutritional needs, guinea pigs, for instance, um, have to have a source of vitamin C. That They're the only animal other than primates, of which we are, that require vitamin C be a part of their diet. Otherwise, they can get very sick. A lot of your smaller rodents and rabbits have what are called open-rooted teeth, which means their teeth grow continuously. So they have to have a large percentage of their diet has to be very abrasive in order to constantly wear their teeth. Otherwise, their teeth would overgrow to where they couldn't eat properly, and then they die from malnutrition. So getting some information on the specific nutrition of whichever pocket pet you pick out is a very, very important thing. Another aspect of their care is their environment. You want to have them to have enough room to move around properly and different Types of animals have different requirements as far as how much space they need. Some just need horizontal space. Some need horizontal as well as vertical space, depending whether they're climbers or primarily just live on the ground. They pretty much all need to have a place they feel safe, a little hidey box of some sort. Getting in those things helps to decrease their stress and anxiety, which I've talked about in other sections, decreasing stress and anxiety in our pets. But having a little hidey box for your guinea pig or your rabbit where they can get into a small enclosed space and feel like they're hidden helps to foster their feeling of safety, helps them to remain more calm. And on having the hidey spot, that helps them to feel safe. Environmentally, historically, in these pets' past, they have been prey. You know, everybody knows that Hawks catch rabbits, foxes catch rabbits, guinea pigs have been prey for whatever predators are up in the Andes. And having a, a spot where they feel safe and hidden is very, very important for them. Proper bedding, proper flooring in their cages, things like that are all very important with your pocket pets. Your veterinarian can be a very good source of that. Anytime I have a client come in with a pocket pet, the first thing I talk to them about, no matter why they're there, is their nutrition and the environment they maintain for their pets. In fact, I have my receptionist to ask people before they come in to take pictures, take pictures in their home of the, the environment, the caging, types of food bowls, those sorts of things that they have. And that helps me to have a more complete understanding of how they're keeping their pets, can give them appropriate advice on ways they can maybe improve it. Many of these pets are also social animals, so they're really not all that happy being there by themselves. Rabbits, guinea pigs, mice, all of those are animals that normally live in colonies. So having groups of two or three or four of them, it's not much more trouble for you. 
and it tremendously improves their mental health. Now, it may sound funny to talk about the mental health of a rabbit or a guinea pig, but there really are some mental health aspects for them to have, for the guinea pigs to have guinea pig buddies and for the rabbits to have rabbit buddies that they can do their normal grooming and socialization and sharing meals and the sorts of things that animals in a colony do. Talking about rabbits and guinea pigs in almost the same sentence reminds me, too, you must never keep rabbits and guinea pigs in the same area. Rabbits commonly harbor a bacteria called Bordetella, which doesn't really cause rabbits too much trouble at all, but can cause a great deal of respiratory problems with guinea pigs. Just one of those small things, because people who have exotic pets often will have multiple species. So always try to let them know not to house their rabbits and guinea pigs in the same room where they're sharing the same air. So the social aspects of them, proper environment with enough room, and the caging needs to be sized appropriately, but also they need time out of the cage. And most of these pets can very safely be gotten out and you know, played with in the house. If you have adequate fencing, you can play with them out in the yard. Don't want them to get loose, of course, because they can quickly become prey. Nobody's good idea to, to watch their rabbit be carried off by a hawk. But some outside time is important, again, to their social interactions and to their mental health and just getting exercise. And it's fun. I mean, it's fun to get the rabbits out. It's fun to get the guinea pigs out. Guinea pigs can be amazingly fast. We had one that got loose one time in the front yard away from the kids. And it was across the street and up in the neighbor's yard before we knew it. We, we finally did corral it and capture it. But I never would have dreamed a guinea pig could be that fast. But these little pocket pets, small mammals, can be a lot of fun. They're pretty easy to take care of. They don't require a lot of space or big investment. And they're good, especially for younger children, to give them something to take care of, to help them realize there's something else in this world that needs care besides themselves. And there's a lot of good feeling about holding a rabbit or holding a guinea pig and having them nuzzle you and sit in your pocket sometimes. So pocket pets are a class of pets that a lot of people have at some time in their life. They do require appropriate planning as far as their nutritional needs and their environmental needs should be a, a considered thing, a well-thought-out thing, but they can be really good pets for people who maybe don't have a whole lot of time to spend with a pet and who don't have a whole lot of room. And they're often good starter pets for people. Well, I'm Dr. Allen from Jones Animal Hospital. This has been your weekly pause. I hope you've enjoyed this talk about pocket pets. Tune in next week, same time, same place, for your next weekly pause. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask Dr. Allen about your pets or pets in general, email wets at etsu.edu with your questions.